Passing Dimes is proud to welcome a new partner to the show, Momentum Pro Camps. Momentum Pro Camps runs volleyball camps across Ontario, bringing professional athletes, coaches, and resources to communities, clubs, and partners. Momentum's mission is to inspire and develop high performers for life, and they're doing just that. Unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Momentum has suspended all programming until permitted by local public health recommendations. However, they have developed incredible future programming for athletes to benefit from and are excited to share it with all of you when we can play again. Follow us on social media at Momentum Pro Camps for updates and details on future programs or email us at contact at MomentumProCamps.com. Stay excellent, friends. Hello and welcome to Sharp Cuts. On this volleyball talk show, we talk about all things volleyball and beach volleyball. On this episode, we have Brandy Wilkerson and John May, who we talk with about the road to the Olympics, partnership dynamics, and lighting up the YouTube comments section when streaming volleyball games. You can watch this show on both Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find your podcasts, and on YouTube at Yes Guy Gaming's YouTube channel. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, we're here talking with Brandy Wilkerson and John May, my biological father. We're actually going to just gleam over the fact that when we started the call, some of us were in a prone position when we first saw. We're going to move right past that. So we're going to talk a little beach volleyball here with Brandy on a journey to the Olympics. So I'm kind of curious, Brandy, just to get your thoughts, because um, we were all watching and participating in the volleyball world on YouTube as you played, the other teams played. I'm just kind of curious, what was the vibe down there? Did you go back and watch the games? Did you hear from people who maybe got a chance to see you play who hadn't before i'm kind of curious what was that like uh yeah i mean i think everyone's kind of in uh anxious i think at first to see what the heck a three-week bubble in a resort in mexico looks like like just no clue what we were getting ourselves into are we surviving these three weeks are we thriving we don't know so like were you worried uh, no, I don't think I was worried only because mm, the tournaments in Mexico, like Chetamal have been done so well. And the organizers there are just, I think are some of the best I've ever worked with and experienced. So I was, pretty, I did not expect that. I mean, right. Josh, you know, we're talking, I mean, Norseka, usually yeah, they, they don't deliver. So it, I mean, it's great <laughs> to hear that. Mexico Norsecas love Brandy though. Like she speaks enough <laughs> to get by that like Laplaz, like I think you're a big deal there. <laughs> Actually, yeah, maybe I'm a little biased because I do love Mexico. Mexico's always treated me well. But no, they we are scarred because of Norseca tournaments not being so great sometimes. But no, they they did a great job. And then going in, um, they really did section off half of a resort for us and had everything organized we walked in like got tested right away our bags are getting sanitized we walked to our room like taped in there like, that's amazing so you're, you're just staying at a resort yeah oh yes. my gosh i'm so incredibly bitter <laughs> i mean not that i would have well, made the, the main draw or anything, a little different i mean hey <laughs> yeah. oh stop no it was it was dry if it makes you feel better absolutely no alcohol in sight and um, all of the regular hangout areas were covered by outdoor gyms. So there were like weights and bands and bikes everywhere. So it looked a little different, but I thought the most hilarious part was there was a bridge kind of 
cutting off half of the pool area to the public. And you could see that people were just like living this like COVID denial life of just vacationing and drinking. And then there was all of us like wearing masks, distancing, like never spending any time outside, like two totally different worlds happening in this. That resort. is such but, a great point because we were watching on the video and they're panning yeah. to these people on the sidelines, just going hard. Like you see yeah. people in some of the night matches, just walking by clearly drunk, like just dance and stuff. There's a rock or something nearby. Somebody's getting on top of like waving around. That must've been so weird. They're like right there too seriously yeah i had a moment where it was so surreal because i mean i have these moments all the time when we're playing or training even at uh woodbine beach just like we're in such intense um situations and environments and just going for these crazy high goals and then you like look over and this happened when we were warming up for a game and there was like a whole crew of women just taking like bachelorette party photos and like all this crazy like super girly like random instagram stuff and I'm like, what is happening next to me right now? <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a little bit distracting. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, impressive that everybody's able to just keep it together and, and try to play well. I'm, yeah. I'm curious, have you gone back and watched any of those games? Because that's really the only intro we had into the right. scene. And some of the stuff people were saying in chat was just great, but also just awful. Do you watch those back at all? I haven't. I want to, but I have experienced a little bit just watching other people's games. And I think when I first realized what was going on in these comment boxes, I think it was the Doha tournament where I was like, people are intense. <laughs> like, oh my oh, God. So you're like back in the hotel, right? Yes. But you're watching yeah. a game that's happening right yes. then. Yeah. Okay. So you're seeing what's going on for the other people's games. <laughs> exactly. I haven't watched my games yet. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Hey, res I respect that. Cause if it were me, I would just be too tempted to go back and see, okay, what the hell are people saying? About? And, and even plus, that's, that's all Garrett ever did was just watch himself. He never watched. Himself. <laughs> well, I still do like, Hey, no, I absolutely comments, still do. Yeah, like, I run a YouTube channel. Why For, to entertain people? No, just to watch myself back. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but when you look at the comments, cause it's, it's, it, when you get a thousand people in there, the comments are just going right. So you right. see people speaking in other languages. And yeah. I don't know if anybody of you, Dad or Josh, have taken the time to uh, translate what some of the people are saying. But <laughs> have you? it gets intense. Oh, I was right in there. Uh, the match that you played, um, I forget who we were playing, but it was the match that uh, Heather actually went down with a bit of an injury for oh, a period. Yeah. Yeah. And the chat yeah. was firing. It's like, oh, what's going on? And I was getting in there. You see people who speaking Portuguese or whatever, and you got to translate yeah. it to see what they're saying, but then absolutely got to call them out in English or maybe translate one yourself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. put in the extra effort for us. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it was a blast. Like I, that was kind of, we've talked about it for a few weeks now on the show, how much fun it was to engage in that. Josh didn't make any comments, I think, because, you know, of his status with uh, his employer. That you know of. I feel like Josh would have an alternate personality. Like I didn't even think didn't of that, but about. I should have. Oh my I gosh, he had a burner account. He was on there <laughs> yes. just typing in. He was the guy's <laughs> chirping me. And he actually speaks Portuguese. So it like, was there's Josh, a lot we don't know about Oh, Josh. I should have known it. You <laughs> we were probably doing that too, Dad. No, no, no. Doesn't it? Doesn't it say who's the feed? Obviously, I, I think I was watching always under Christina's uh, feed or whatever, so I couldn't say anything. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to say a lot, but it would have been like what? 
<laughs> like Christina, no you got pretty aggressive. Yeah. Oh. No, and it gets like petty, like the most petty. Right? Really? It's like okay. Somebody says, "Oh yeah, Brandy's terrible," and then okay, yeah. you got to follow that with, "No, you're terrible," and then it just goes <laughs> south from there. Okay. For starters, nobody ever said Brandy's terrible. Oh. I was really going to go back and like try and find this person and find out where they live. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true though. People seem to adore you in these chats. I mean, is really? that something that follows through? Like everywhere you go, people are just saying, Hey Brandy, what's going on? Uh, I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I have gotten a lot more instances where I'm like, Oh my God, am I supposed to know this person? But, um, I think it's great. I think it's great. I love meeting strangers, though. That's like one of my favorite pastimes. So, <laughs> well, I'm sure you get a chance to do that a lot. I, I, I mean, if you if you get a chance, don't translate what other people are saying in other languages on your games because some of them are like, some of them are pretty offside. I will say, and it's kind of under the guise of you're speaking another language, but some people go pretty far. Really? I mean, I, I could, I, I mean, what we were watching, uh, Heather's like learning Portuguese currently, like taking classes and then like, I've got pretty decent Spanish and French. So between us, like there's not much, it's true. We're not trying to see, but then you see some <laughs> Russian in there and it's like, nobody oh. knows what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. They can uh-huh. do whatever they want. Spanish, yeah. Spanish. So. You'd probably be able to quickly translate though, what some people are saying in there. So you should just go in yeah. there, camp in the chats and just chirp people in Spanish. It would be effective. <laughs> just really get my fans up that way. Um, well, yeah, speaking but, of your fans, and I, kind of something uh, I wanted to ask you about, because I'm curious, A, because Josh and I were trying to go sharp cuts. Obviously, welcome to the show. If you're still watching, I mean, welcome to the show. Thanks so much here with Brandy Wilkerson and John May alongside. He hasn't really said much, but we'll we'll get into it. I'm kind of curious you know, how you've managed to grow your social media following, what that does for you in the sport. What I really like about your your Instagram account specifically is you're not doing a ton of like, hey, this is all the products I use. Like, hey, I really like that. You're posting shots that you just like and enjoy and showing off, which I mean, people seem to like. I'm curious, how have you grown that? Does that help you as a player? Is that something you're trying to grow your brand? And do you have mm-hmm. any tips for us? Because Josh, we need it. Man. <laughs> no offense, Josh. <laughs> oh no no this is this is expert talk this is why she's on the show right i'm gonna take notes just from this segment right here oh my gosh <laughs> oh man uh well first of all thanks i appreciate it i think this is something that's like relatively new for me to um kind of take seriously or give myself credit for or even um not be so modest about because i think it is a really incredible opportunity to grow a brand and to have a voice and to even you know use this as a platform to you know the next step of my life you know post volleyball i do want people to get to know me on a personal level so that they do enjoy watching, not just for the sport, but just knowing um, how I think and what I believe. And if it resonates with them, then that's awesome. And just to know that athletes and celebrities, everyone is just so much more, uh, it's just so much more intimate because of social media, which I love. And I think I just try and be as weird as possible in terms of you know what I'm thinking what I'm feeling and try to be as rad as like as authentic as hard as it is and like Julie you guys know Julie her and I joke about like if you can read your caption 
out loud and not like hate yourself because it's like some fake writing, then, you know, you're probably doing it right. So I try and stay authentic in what I feel is true for me. And and I guess people can see that. Um, So I guess they like that. Now, did it, playing for the AVP help with that? Because you've been exposed to a lot of other athletes. Like I find that the Americans yeah. kind of get this. And you and I have talked before that there's people who play on the AVP who have sponsors where like we have top players in Canada who don't have sponsors, right? So I'm just wondering, yeah. being exposed to like that level of athlete where they treat it as a business or a career, like did that kind of give you some ideas as a Canadian athlete, like what's working well for other people? Um, yeah, absolutely. It's I've always kind of... Uh, use the American athletes as a template in terms of how they carry themselves in the professional and kind of, you know, commercial side of the sport. Uh, It's a real thing. We all love playing, but we do also love making an you know, money. And if this is something that I can do because people like my image or they like what I have to say, then how else can I do this again in a way that's authentic? Am I going to align myself with brands that I don't actually care about? No, because then people are really going to, I really believe that people are going to feel that energy. They're going to see right through it. And that's where you lose people. So, um, big news for us. AVP is huge. Yeah. So saying yourself for brands you don't care about, that means we're not one of them. Yes, Josh, we did it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, No, everything I I do and, and, you know, spend my time with, I want to make it, you know, 150%. If I say I'm going to do this interview, I'm going to do it because I really want to spend this time and this is, you know, valuable for you and for me. So uh, I think I try and approach every opportunity like that. And as much as there's so much stuff going around, there's so many excuses you can have to not show up or not do this thing, or this selfie video is really annoying, but I got to do it. Like, I think I try and get more and more used to doing those things because this is just the way the world is right now. And it's just time to make the best of it. And, um, use it for my benefit. And then I can have my own personal self. That's just very intimate to me. Um, that some people will just never know about. And I think that's kind of freeing to know that I can go in between those two worlds. Now, Garrett, stay with me on this. I'm thinking we get temporary tattoos. She puts it on the inside of her bicep because when she gets a block and does the big roll. Brandy gets a temporary tattoo or you and me? Well, she's got some fantastic real ones, but we get the temporary (laughs) ones for the athletes. And then when she does the block Sally or the big like roar Sally or this go full like eagles. Yeah. What, like sharp? (laughs) Sharp cuts. Cuts? But then they do the one fist bump and it just says cuts and everyone's like, what? I don't, I don't Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we can expect a big boost from having Brandy Wilkerson. When I actually do a cut shot and then it'll be right there. Come on. If you hold the finish, that's big real estate, I think. See, you want the photos though of you actually hitting it, right? So you got to get the angle just right of where they're going to see it, right? So you get the back. That's a great point. Back of the arm, Josh. And sharp cuts resonates with me. I'm more of like, let's go for the sharp angles. I'm not a heavy hitter. I never have been. Nobody associates me with that. So. Deep line, never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, forget deep line. Just cut it sharp. Absolutely. I mean, the cutty is a bit familiar to all of us. Runs in the family. Exactly. <laughs> Dad, you I bet guys, you could still bust out you, the sharpest cutty of all time. You guys are blowing me away on this show. Great. <laughs> No, I leave it at that. That's perfect. I Done. Print it. Quote. Brandy, you are blowing me away. Why? Well, Is I haven't talked to you ages, right? Okay. I'm, well, yeah, I'm I mean, so... it's kind of by design. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
you're just uh, you're just all pro. It's so cool to see. Oh, thank you. you know, wow. I, I know you've been, you know, you've obviously been performing, you know, both on the AVP and you've been doing great with Heather and you know, it's 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 awesome to to, you know, watch your performances, but you're just blowing me away with your articulation and just your whole energy and who you are. It's like, wow. And you're well, with these you're with these two clowns. I've never seen Josh yeah. so animated. Yes, but hey, easy there. <laughs> he's doing the posting and everything. He usually says two words, Josh, and now he's so fired up. Like now he's performing. Easy there. I We're think Brandy's is here. It's for the brand. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy's also maybe making a subtle jab at us, though, when she said the point about, you know, being her authentic self and just, you know, really putting herself out there and trying to be true with what she's saying. Because she knows that we're a bunch of posers here on this show. We just fake it every time. So it's I don't like think hint, it's all hint, great hint, coming hint. in this no. direction. Just trying to get those clicks. We're trying to. And it's, I'm, well, hey, if you're still listening, thank you so much. <laughs> we haven't lost you with all this phoniness that we're trying to unlayer here. Yeah, it really feels that. <laughs> what? Are, it really feels phony, yeah. So let's get back to the discussion then, because to, to build in last week's episode, I think Garrett would have struggled in the bubble, and here's why. He mentioned oh. he didn't want to make friends with other countries. Did you shot at me directly after Absolutely. that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Sharp cuts. Let's get on it here, Garrett. You didn't want to have dinner with other athletes. You didn't want to talk to other people. So, Brandy, how are athletes switching off in this bubble? You can't drink. You're in a hotel room with your partner. Like, if you go to a common area yeah. where you have to talk to somebody else, like, were there athletes like Garrett who are just like, I'm, I'm from Canada. I want to hang out with the other Canadians, and I don't want to hang out with anybody else? Or... Is there more intermingling? Like, did this feel different just because of the downtime of this event? Because you couldn't go be yeah. a tourist, right? You were either like watching volleyball or thinking about volleyball or having dinner, right? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty small space to like escape or switch off, right? No, absolutely. And the socializing, the mingling was really at a minimum. Like, I think, Garrett, you were thrived if you didn't want to talk to anyone because then you would have been doing it exactly as how they probably intended and wanted the bubble to go. But I think after... Brandy's got my back, Josh. Beat it. (laughs) You're perfect for COVID. You're perfect. Not sure that's a good thing. Honestly, I think introverts are killing it but i'm a little more extroverted and just that i like being around people i might not be like the loudest person ever but i love being around people um so it was tough and i think all the extroverts just started by week two like trying to find places where they could just like sit and hope that someone would like walk by for long enough to have a conversation because really there weren't any common areas or i think everyone was just really trying to take it seriously we just didn't know enough about how things worked and just with the scheduling and they really did enforce a lot of the mask rules and all that stuff so there was a little bit of fear lingering for sure um but I think by the third week, slowly people would like kind of sit around, you know, with space by the pool or uh, there was a little coffee shop that everyone would go like as a ritual just to have something to do or maybe stay a little bit longer at the gym. Just try and find ways to still connect or catch up with people. But it would always be the like, hey, oh, are we hugging? Are we not? Are we? <laughs> there was a lot of that. So, <laughs> so 
that, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, like, I'll say I, I'm definitely an extrovert as well, but yeah. I was super bitter and didn't want to talk with anybody I was competing with. But ah. it's interesting you say that, okay, you were trying to find a way because you're somebody who's clearly just connected with people like that well when on tour and you're saying you're mm-hmm. missing it. I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious though, because for me, if I were in there in the Olympic hunt, it's tight, it's highly competitive. You know, like it's the yeah. same people every week, like it's getting tense. And mm-hmm. we talked a little bit last week on our last show about, you know, kind of the partnership dynamic and like what that looks like when you see somebody have a really tough loss or they're arguing with their partner. Mm-hmm. Then you see one partner eating with another group of people or seeing with other people. Just curious your yeah. perspective. Like, are you seeing that happen? And in COVID, like, are you seeing partners like just sitting on different eating dinner in a different table or like somebody like, Hey, do you mind if I just hang out here for a bit? My partner's like doing something or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely a little bit of both. I think you guys can understand like everything's rumors. Everyone's always speculating and like watching each other and making oh. up their own stories about what's going on. Right. But oh, well, yeah. I think what, there's a reality that. in that probably personal life and social life and financial life has taken a toll. And then now you're in these bubbles, which you're competing. You're trying to call some people are trying to qualify. Some people are just trying to maintain or whatever, like shit is hitting the fan at some point in your life. And now we're trying to play volleyball. So I think everyone was very serious doing their own thing. And then just to have those like little human moments of like, if you see someone like that happened to me, our last game, we lost. I was really upset we were done our meeting i was just sitting by the pool like sounds so dramatic like kind of crying and everyone left but then i had one of the german girls just come up to me and just like kind of be like i don't want to see you like this like you're okay and then just like walk off and just to have those moments like hey we are all trying to get this we all know what the goal is i'm still trying to beat you but like man this year's tough like <laughs> so that <laughs> helped do you. this it was just nice because it kind of affirmed that I wasn't crazy to think that this is hard right now and it's hard for everybody. And then just be like, you know what, just cause it's hard, it doesn't mean I can't do it. But like, if I'm seeing everyone else having the time of their lives and I'm the only one struggling, that that would be pretty tough, but everyone's struggling. And to see kind of when we are succeeding, I think maybe that's just my point of view where I just want to see people succeed or do their best. doesn't mean that I can't beat them, but I want to do them to do their best too. Um, it helps. It helps me. For I mean, sure, that's mentally. a great attitude to have and probably why, you're in the hunt for the Olympics for team Canada and beach volleyball. And I'm not, if that were me and somebody comes up to me, I'm like crying by the pool after matches said, Hey, I don't want to see this. So I'd be like, get out of here. Like I'm like, beat it. Like get away from me. It's like, I'd be like, no, I'd be just so frustrated and bitter and be like, Oh right. gosh. So good for you. But that <laughs> is definitely an uncommon thing. Get like, it. Come on. It's, it's the same thing. We'll play Euchre with dad or like play any game at home. And yes. we're competing. He wins. I can't look him in the eye for the next hour. Like it just ruins everything. So you good for you. I mean, hold on to that. It happens a lot. It happened a lot. There's a lot of eye contact between you guys. Yeah. Hey, I, I got to ask Brandy something because we don't get to talk ever. So I'm going to ask her now that she's yes. here. I, I've, I've often wondered like, athletes will go through their career as they're developing right and then they often there's sort of a pivotal time in their career where they realize hey i'm i got it i got this like i'm 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 really in the game here mm-hmm. and i was really curious with you having kind of watched your career um did it did that happen or did 
or like, was there a moment in time or a particular event or something that, because you obviously are performing and carrying yourself, like you now realize, you know, you got it. Man, that's tough. Um, I honestly, I had to kind of tell myself that before it felt real. Um, so I told myself that when I first started and I didn't even know what it was really because um, I just didn't have the background and the support and all of that stuff to have anyone else tell me that. So I had to kind of fake it, not fake it. I really did think I was going to be the best I wanted and I was totally capable. I just didn't have the proof yet, but I just didn't let that um really distract me and then when I started getting some proof in results in consistency in just um you know being regarded by the people that I look up to now talking to me in a different way those are things that kind of were pillars for me and I just tried so hard not to take advantage of it because I think so easily you can be like, okay, next thing. <laughs> and that's kind of how I got there. You know, I had to be like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And finally, when I kind of, especially when Heather and I finished, you know, first in the world, and then I got best blocker in the world and all no these things deal. that I would no talk deal. about, I'd be like, okay, I can have a moment for myself. Um, now, am I going to like sit on that forever? Absolutely not. But oh, I think what? that you was like a to. big moment. Are you kidding me? That was a big moment. <laughs> sit on that forever. <laughs> best blocker? I would just bring that up in every conversation. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Brandy Wilkerson, best blocker on the FIW World Tour. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. How are yes, you? Yes, it's me. You've heard of me. Yes, it's me. Like, you know who I am. You don't even need to say your name. Just best point. blocker on the World Tour. That, that might have been a point where you thought, oh, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> Voted by everybody, best blocker in the world. Oh, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm good. <laughs> Maybe like, it's just not in my head anymore. Hey, let me ask you something. When did you stop hyperventilating? I got. Oh ask my you gosh, I had a mini one last year, and I thought of you, John. I really did. Wow, I, <laughs> that was real. Well, the first time it happened, right? Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. Right? Yeah. I was like, "What? What's happening to this tour?" I was, I was scared, right? I yeah. didn't know what to do, right? Yeah. But then, it, you know, you calm down. and But I think it happened you know, maybe, maybe once or t- twice more. Yeah. And, and it's listen, so funny. Brandy, like, if, he, if he's saying anything and he's asking, just feel free to bury him completely if he's going in a bad direction. <laughs> feel free to shut him down completely. No, uh, John, you were like, you were a pivotal, like you said something to me that messed me up so much that it what? really helped How dare me. you? It did. It was great. It was great? <laughs> in the moment, was it? <laughs> no, I remember there was like a practice and we were running, you know, your standard John drills where you're going to probably die by the end of this drill because you're running around everywhere. Okay, but, so that's well um, yeah. And then I had to kind of set a ball that was so far or like, oh, my partner had, this is when I was playing with Claudia. So this is my first ever time playing beach volleyball. She like shanked it and I kind of half ran to it and then gave up. And then you're like, you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> what? Just straight up. Being like, who are you talking to? Josh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the coaching levels, level one, they go through, hey, don't make it personal about the athlete, about their performance. 
you know what? Skip right over that. Level four, it's actually tell them they're lazy. You're not supposed no, to lead with the negative at level one, but level four, I guess you just jump right to the elephant in the room and be like, whoa, like what's what's going on here? Not only are you playing it. lazy, you it's are funny. lazy. <laughs> I'm sure, John, you'll deny it because I'm sure you don't do that to people, but I needed it. So I'll tell you so you don't have a complex like it was great. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I probably you probably were lazy. Yeah, I was <laughs> doubling down, down on to me, though. doubling down on the comments. <laughs> Not going to walk it back. Going to double down. <laughs> no, I respect it. Right. Like, yep. And in fact, you're still lazy. <laughs> in fact. Not only do I think you were lazy then, you're lazy now. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying. But so often, so often people with so much like just natural physical talent are treated in a way that, you know, it's interesting. I just had a conversation with a guy on the men's side, on the men's team, who you know quite well, Will Huey. Okay. I don't and, know who that is, actually. I think that name is, uh, is someone else, but... Chloe, for our listeners at home, I think, is... Hey, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know... Did you call him not, lazy as well? Not, not to share any of, of his personal stuff. But right, because you did when, say last week that you were going to make them the best team in Canada, the world? You did say that. I didn't that. say anything like that. I didn't say anything like that. Can take I, about five I, minutes, I thought. It was. <laughs> you said five minutes. Five minutes with John. You said that's what it would take. <laughs> Can I finish my point? No, it, now it makes sense, though, because Brandy said that you said the lazy comment that was kind of a turning point. You only need five minutes to tell Willie's lazy. Now, listen, listen, the point is, Sometimes people build this expectation around you for what you just have physically. Yeah. And and then they just allow you to to be that. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to all of us than than just our physical thing. Right. So I I don't remember the specific instant, but I know that uh, it doesn't matter now that you're who you are well no and i will say i know this is sharp cuts but i definitely noticed in the matches you played in cancun that not only were you not lazy but you were the highest energy on the court in many games that you played it was super hot and you're getting hype and excited and people were commenting in portuguese how they loved brandy's energy and i thought that was super cool but i am curious because it kind of leads into right like there's some people who are like that everybody's got a different thing but yet you're dealing with that dynamic with your partner as well, right? And especially mm-hmm. in these Olympic qualifying things, things get tight. So I'm kind of curious, like, I'm sure you deal with that sort of stuff with with Heather now. Um, you guys are on this tight journey. Does that ever become tough when it's like, hey, I'm dealing with this, like, and your partner's maybe not okay with it or, or vice versa? Because, like, I mean, having somebody call you lazy and it mess you up, I don't know about you. You're feeling something about it. But what is your partner <laughs> saying type thing? <laughs> Right. No, I haven't had any like more lazy <laughs> yes. call outs uh, recently, but. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, not recent. I just mean generally you're dealing with that stuff, right? Like getting called out. Oh, no. Like th- those dynamics with your partner. Like if it were me, like when I'm watching the game, you're playing a tough game. You're getting celebrated. Yeah. You're getting energized, oh. but you maybe lose the game. Yeah. You know, you're, 
you're having a co- tense conversation with your partner after the match. You got to play the next match. You got to play the next tournament. Like, yeah, just super interested in that sort of dynamic stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it's just feels like it finally feels like Heather and I have been playing together for a while. Like we have lost big games and we've won big games. So everything kind of has a routine that we've set and like, we'll do everything we can out there. And we make sure that we always leave that court together. We always are together. Like that's our core value is to not separate, not cause any more drama between us, no matter what, where we are after a game and then like meet, you know, show some love and then kind of do or give each other space to do what we want. And like, I think it's pretty obvious that Heather and I are very different in how we play or the energy or like, you know, she's much more serious and quiet and whatever. So we kind of like deal with our stuff differently too. So just kind of being okay with that. And awesome now i i will take it because we did have a conversation about this sort of stuff last week and the topic was brought up not going to say by who but you maybe can guess that the beach partnership was like a marriage and that a lot of athletes would be down for marriage counseling but with beach partners curious your thoughts josh we get to pull an athlete here would you be down for something like that by you know like is that something you think would be helpful Friend of the show, Jeff Miller, started an amazing golf brand called Club Jason. Designed with quality in mind, Jason sets no limits on comfort, feel, and appeal. They are devoted to growing the game of golf and creating opportunities for those who could benefit greatly from a little extra support. 10% of all sales will go to a Club Jason scholarship for a female golfer. An additional 10% of all sales will go towards junior golf programs in Ontario. Club Jason wanted to pass on some savings to you, official friend of the show. Use promo code DIMES, that's D-I-M-E-S, at checkout to receive 15% off your order. Jason also offers free shipping in North America on any order over $99. Visit clubjason.com, that's C-L-U-B-J-S-O-N.com, to check out their amazing clothing and to learn more. Jason, join the club. Did we like freeze? Oh, she, she, you think you're asking me? Oh, sorry. No, I already had my say last week, Brandy. No, it's your turn. We're pulling oh, okay. you, Brandy, because Josh is, is curious. Oh, yeah. I think I'd totally be down for that. Like, not the lame, like, let's go climb ropes and do group, group exercises. Like, <laughs> you say, I feel like that the, stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's so necessary. Like, you're dealing with complete strangers. And, like, this is my money on the line. This is my time on the line. We travel together. Like, there's a lot going on for someone that I'm spending majority of my life with these past four or five years so uh yeah we better we better know how to communicate (laughs) does the debrief change when the coach is there versus just you and heather like have you guys played together long enough that like you two can have the honest hard conversation or does it honestly help having a coach on tour because i think that's something in canada we struggle with every once in a while is the coaches don't travel to every event right Mm mm-hmm Oh, both, both is totally necessary. Like, because they're such different conversations. Like sometimes you just need the coach to just fill the space. Like, you know, we're barely looking at you. We're so pissed. We can't even say anything right now, but like, we need someone to, you know, take charge. And then once the emotions come down, like Heather and I have our heart to heart. And that's when we can, even if it's just like, oh my God, how annoying was that? Like, at least we're connecting on something, you know, like it's always going to be me and her. 
at the end of the day. So we just need the space and the support to, to make sure that we stay connected. Interesting. So coach comes in. Sorry, dad. Yeah. I just want to get one comment in here. (laughs) Just one. No, you and Heather are so different yet. So powerful in your own style. Right. Mm. And I I really noticed that in watching you in Mexico because I hadn't, I hadn't had the opportunity to see you play a lot lately. And uh, I, I know Heather pretty well, Mm. sort of on and off the court. And I know she has such extreme discipline to bring that character that she brings to her game and the professionalism of it. Right. So you're dealing with that, that uh, because I think she she's not that she's two people, but she does, you know, make the choice to behave in a certain way, you know, when she's dealing with her call at work or her her trade. Mm-hmm. And she brings that, you know, focus and discipline to the intensity where your energy is so almost joyful. Right. It, 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 it seems um like your smile is so powerful that it, you know, it, it radiates and that's, that's the energy that you bring. And I think you, you've been able to master that. And I don't know if you know this about yourself or mm-hmm. not, maybe it's a mm-hmm. question, but you, you master it, you're masterful with it. Mm-hmm. The way you, you behave on the court. And I only saw the one, one match. I didn't see you in, in, you know, in trauma, but, you you're you're you radiate that positive energy and that's intimidating to other teams right like it's you know (laughs) it's 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 fascinating to see the two of you together and that combination is amazing so whatever you're doing is is working i appreciate that i really do i think that's like that's huge. And I, I appreciate you saying in terms of being masterful with it, because I think that's something uh, I've never really talked about, which a lot of the energy that I try and bring is very conscious. And it is a choice and part of my character that I want to bring on the court. So um, because I know it benefits and I know that it is intimidated in, in a different way. It is closer to my authentic self, but I'm not like that all the time, for sure. But on the court, I am. So that's yeah. what I've dedicated to. Yeah. You said it perfectly earlier yeah. that, you know, you had to fake it a bit until you make it right. Yeah. Like you have to, in a sense, you're, you're almost you you know what you want to be yeah. so before you're actually it you have to perform like you're that yeah and then, yeah. And then it becomes your essence right yeah it's so amazing and you like man i'm like i said i'm blown away i'm so happy on the i'm just sitting here listening to you it's awesome Oh, thank you. That means a lot because you really did see me from like the beginning when I really didn't know what I was doing and where I was going. But now, Garrett, did you feel like you had that mindset? And the reason I bring it up is when Crush played York one year, I was the, the volunteer ref and your dad being a class act, he takes me out for dinner and, and me and Trinier are razzing you at the dinner table about, oh, you're a world champion. You're this, you're that. Me. And you actually, you, yes. And, and you, you said this and I've shared this story with all the teams I coach. You go, you know what guys, you know what winning worlds was for me? It confirmed what I already knew. I'm yeah. the best in the world, but you didn't say it what to be a prick a or a one-upper. It seemed like, are you kidding me? No, it seemed like this genuine <laughs> that you honestly believed it where I'm just like that is like a special way to think it but to hear you describe it to hear Brandy describe it and John describe it like I think 
most people like maybe my athletic ability are like, Oh, I'll believe it when I see it. And you want like the mm-hmm. evidence of the outcome to be proof where it sounds like you guys are laying the track for that before it happens. So uh, Garrett, I'm curious if that's, were you popping off or did you feel that way? And just to discuss this with Brandy, cause I think it's no. fascinating how high performers think. I definitely felt that way, but then what happens, right. Is you get that gets tested, right? Mm-hmm. So how easy was yeah. it for me to feel that way? Winning the junior world championship. Amazing feeling on top of the world enough to brag to you guys out at dinner just about it so casually that I don't even remember it like what a like what a move but then it gets <laughs> tested inevitably and you're gonna you got to deal with that and so yeah. I mean that to me is is probably part of what was the toughest thing about playing beach volleyball professionally was that that was every single freaking tournament you went to you're dealing with that is that like you got to be confident to be successful but all evidence to the contrary is showing that you actually suck and yeah. you need to do better. Well, are you going and winning tournaments? No. Are you struggling to qualify? Maybe. You're losing to them? Oh, they're terrible. Oh, they're this person, this person, yeah. right? So you get pushed on that pretty hard. And that's yeah. kind of like, it just, it's, ex- it's exhausting for sure. So, you know, when yeah. I see people who do it for a long time, I am curious, like, okay, Obviously, they're dealing with this too. I was dealing with it for five years or whatever I did it, but they're not leaving. Like they're 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 going back for more. So there must be something about it they've managed to kind of deal with or figure out or get over. And because to me, it seems kind of crazy. Like what you you want to go back and feel that every freaking tournament? You're crying by the pool? Like, are you kidding me? Right. I'd cry all the way to bed and home and get <laughs> Oh my God. It's so true. It's insane. It's insanity. It really is. It's not, Oh, it's not insanity because you're not getting the same, same result every time. And I think maybe that's what I hold on to that. Like, even if I get tested and the evidence isn't there and there might be just like, I just need that little, that little bit to be like, Oh, that was different from last time. So that's good enough for me. Like, I think the evidence becomes different as I get older. I'm not looking for such huge steps or these huge things that'll be like, okay, I got the medal. That means I'm good. Now it's like, okay, I didn't make that same mistake. Okay. I thought about this differently or, you know, we got a new coach or, you know, like the moves are a little bit different now that I'm like, okay, at least I'm not doing the same thing every single time and not getting the result. That's a crazy amount of optimism, Brandy. Like, I just want to point that out there. Like that's like, really wild amount of optimism oh like i'll just do this thing differently and it'll work out i mean it will it does but like to think that is a bit like really you you just lost your fifth straight qualifier really you flew all the way to china to play in a country quota and you lost like oh just one thing and then what it's like so it's tough but i mean good for you but that is so hard and i mean for me i spent so many years in it I got so kind of cynical that mm. it was always like, nah, like, yeah. you know, that, that's not gonna do yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So glad yeah. to hear you still have that. Don't actually, don't let, don't listen to me. Don't let me be, the, <laughs> don't let me no. hit you in the mind with that. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm totally, and that's, maybe that's the other thing that helps me be so optimistic is that this isn't like my whole life. This is not my whole identity. This is not where my life begins and ends. So I'm like really excited about the part of me that retires and like does something else. Like it's totally, that's totally something I'm excited about. So maybe just knowing that this isn't forever and the only thing I have so that if it's not being proved right now, you know, that's the end game. So, wow. Uh, You're talking to three dudes who 
just have no idea what you mean when you say I life know. outside I feel of like I'm not even allowed to say those kind of like, things. Like, what are you loud. talking about? <laughs> Wait, like, what? Stop playing? That's impossible. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Volleyball. Like, you're on a volleyball show. What do you mean, life after volleyball? Are you kidding me? Like, we can't what escape it. to the volleyball? <laughs> I tried to go so far away, got into game development, video game development. Yeah. Yet I can't escape it. I'm back doing a show. I made a volleyball video game. Like I, it's like it, it all comes back. Uh, you're, you know what? You're you're pretty funny, Garrett. Um, you are pretty. Thank funny. you. I don't know if that was a compliment. Thanks. Yeah. No, you're pretty funny. You're not the best of the world at being funny, though. Okay, so maybe you should get into something else. Well, I'm on the journey to be the best. Talk show host on the planet. And I mean, John, he's no, getting a little no, better every here's episode. That, here's, here's just a thought on that angle, right? Like when you're, when you're striving. Wait, we're just glaze over that I'm funny? <laughs> no, no, you're very funny. And I, I love you and you're awesome. But the, 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 the concept of trying to be the best in the world at it, the great thing about it is when you, when you reach a realization that you actually can be, like you, you actually can be. And at times you have been Brandy as Garrett, you were Josh, you and I, I don't think we've ever been the best. In the world or anything, but not we, yet. Not yet. We keep trying. We keep trying. But the, the, that, that principle is demanding on you. And I think, like I said, when you, when I talk about you being masterful, Brandy, I can just feel your energy that you have balance, right? You, you seem balanced to me. Like you're not, uh, you, you, you're not obsessed with the, the goal, but you're disciplined enough to be committed to it and, and put the work in. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a great place to be. It really is. And, and I'm, I'm so excited for you. You're there. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it, we got to have you on the show more Brandy, because uh, you're on the show. This guy has nothing but good things to say about you. It's amazing. I know. This is no, so sweet. sweet. Aren't we all kind of seeking the joy that she's exuding in what we do, right? That's that's what's so special. That's the example. It's not it's not that she yeah, she's going to go win a tournament here or there. Or she's striving for the Olympics. Obviously, that's a fact. But the the essence of the the enjoyment that radiates is is that's what young people that's what everybody should be looking at in, oh in even, even in a murderous time the murderous is probably the wrong word but COVID is <laughs> the visuals there though oh, this year has been tough no but no come on like it's been it's been a, a tough time yeah. and she's still like totally positive like holy cow <laughs> so i really of, appreciate it i mean i'll double down on the comment brandy seriously you got to come back because it seems like whatever you're bringing is like getting my dad to like <laughs> way positive shape like man we should just compare episodes last episode versus this episode and see the tone the huge shift in tone dang it this is sharp we cuts do, like, a we're having a pillow month. fight here <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great, but now my I'm getting a little like, yeah, Brandy is doing great, damn it, and it pisses me off. <laughs> God damn it, maybe I will play volleyball again. Everyone's coming back. Everyone's I'm, I'm coming, back. coming back then. <laughs> I'm uh, no, I like. <laughs> well, hey, with all you characters, I'm going to create a Canadian tour, and we'll just in the daytime we'll play beach, and at night we'll have a comedy show. <laughs> 
Well, now you're you're kind of going a little bit far on the funny comment, making me think you didn't actually mean it. Now. <laughs> comedy. I don't know. It's stand up comedy. I don't. I don't think we can. Garrett, did you comment a lot on videos? on the games because if you did i will go back and read them. there was a big canadian sure. presence on a few the night games especially i yeah. felt like there was a lot of canadians I there feel was like a if few. everybody knew they could comment way more people would be watching like i think the comment box is gonna bring beach volleyball back okay too. so i was saying this a few weeks ago and yeah. nobody was with me thank oh, you brandy yes the comments yeah. is hype like, that's where the action the is. comment box let's get like comment minutes spotlights highlights let's just make it a whole thing now Twitter the problem in your is, comments. is when you canada plays brazil which happens a lot it's just portuguese just in a, it's like a stream it's like the matrix the code that goes by it's just that's how hot it is and it's everybody saying go brazil yeah. so i mean the games where there was only a couple hundred people oh i was on fire absolutely <laughs> Hey, Brandy, you've been in L.A. way too long. You sound like a, a freaking movie director, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, here's what we're going to do. And you add a whole bunch of things. We're going to have a Gatorade comment minute yeah, right here. That's definitely, that's where your career yeah, is Yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, true. Back true. up. You said something about a minute. I don't know that any of us really knew what you meant by that. <laughs> like minutes like you would in a meeting, like the minutes. That's like a question. Wait? Yeah. That's yeah, a question. Oh, no. Yes. I meant like, no, not me writing the minutes. I'm just saying people should have their comment. Like, you know, if you wanted to go on your rant for a minute, we're highlighting Garrett and what he has to say so you don't get lost and yeah. all those things. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's, actually, it's actually brilliant. <laughs> it's a brilliant concept. Because seriously, it's it's getting it's getting a bit overboard now with all the compliments to Brandy. No, I'm not, I don't want to compliment her. I'm it's telling unrelenting. You hey, I'm telling you, it's a brilliant idea because it becomes a because Brandy had it, and it's a brilliant idea. It becomes a I mean, live chat. It becomes a live chat. It's almost like, and we talked about it earlier about the trash talking. Like, could you imagine online, like, and it's in or off? Yeah, me trash talking like with a bunch of people who speak Portuguese. Sports. Yeah, when people watch sports and like, if I'm watching soccer, somehow I'm still talking shit about people. I know nothing about their skills, but <laughs> me too. everyone thinks they're like the funniest person when they talk shit about things they don't know. And they're like, I wish like way more people heard this. This is what the comment box would be for your larger audience. See, Brandy, whenever we have ideas now, we're going to funnel them through you to send on to my dad because it's just immediately going to change the lens. It's going to be perfect. It's happening. So it's happening. we've talked a lot about the past event, the, the Cancun event, which is over, but yes. we've got a few more to go. So I'm curious, Brandy, because we've talked for a while. Can you maybe set the table for us for kind of the rest of your journey, what it's looking like, what you and Heather are looking for? I mean, we'll be following you for sure, but just kind of your perspective, where you're headed, what the focus is, so we can get behind you. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I'm, if you're thinking I'm optimistic now, like, we are just working into this because Mexico was not a very, like, deeply proud moment for us. We don't really love how we performed, but there were some good places, whatever. We again have been on the road. I've been on the road since last September. I haven't 
been back to Canada. So it's been long Jeez. and it's been hard. Yes. But we finally have spent two weeks here in LA, which is the closest thing to home I'll see until after the Olympics. So we're really feeling refreshed after everything that's happened, Doha, Mexico, being in Brazil, living in Brazil, basically. So now coming into these next tournaments, like way more confident, way more at peace, like just way more focused, less like anxiety around how things work and what we got to do. And just so close to the qualification, things are pretty much set. So I think we're going to be playing a lot more free, a lot more aggressive, a lot more cheering and smiles from me. Nice. Um, so it's going to be good. I think it's a small build up so that we're peaking for the Olympics. It's going to be Okay. Good. We will be sure to chirp relentlessly anybody in the yes. chats for any games we are watching. But so the next two tournaments, right? Are you going to both? Yes. So okay. I'm going to Russia Saturday. Yes. Okay. It's happening. So if you're listening, Brandy is already in Russia. <laughs> yes. So have a safe flight. Um, and then the next one's where? I've forgotten already. I, I'm it's terrible. in Ostrava. It's in, in Czech. Okay. So you're going to these two tournaments. What do yes. we need? Do you need anything or is it really just, hey, let's play well and then mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see you in Tokyo? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's bare bones. But I think us, we're still trying to get our ranking up as much as we can. So right. we still have a chance to to shift that higher but no we're just here to perform to play yeah, okay. yeah. and what's so the vibe around sochi because i've heard rumors that it's not going to have the cancun treatment about like the check-in the covid protocols like yeah. all that stuff right like players are arriving at different times like is there more fear or is it just like business as usual because we're back on tour you've already played three events like what, yeah. how are you feeling going to russia I mean, honestly, there's nothing that's going to be like the Cancun treatment. Like the Olympics won't be Cancun treatment. Like Cancun was five stars. But um, Russia, maybe the fear is just because the culture is a little different around COVID, you know, whether they're doing it or not. <laughs> but uh, that's maybe the biggest fear. And then, yeah, some of the logistics are conflicting. But what can you do? You stay safe. Be ready to play your best we'll see what happens <laughs> well i mean we'll be watching and we'll be dom we'll be we're hoping you'll be dominating because i mean the later you play in the week the more we get to watch which is a blast yeah. so what should we be prepared with in terms of chirps for when we when we get going like because you know help help us help you type thing like let's really fold up some people in these chats when we're watching wilkerson and bansley oh Oh man, no, you're gonna have to come back. I was not ready for that. I, you guys have been in the comment game. I haven't even read anything. Well, you guys, know no, these is. guys haven't been in the comment game and we need to get them in the comment game. I've been in there holding it down for Canada. I will say the folks from BC, there's a tight knit BC community. Yep. They're in there, they're active. They're, oh. they're throwing out chirps back to uh, as well, which is great. I love it. Come on, Toronto. We got I know. Like, me and Heather, our TTC kids here. <laughs> I'm too much of a purist because I'd either go I'd either go one way or the other. Like I'd either Well what way? Let's go away. No, yeah. but I well that's I am going the way. I'm not even engaging. Like if I okay. I'd either get engaged and I'd just be ripping on people. Yes. I <laughs> really? like, yes. what's the point of making a mild comment it just kind of it's oh no don't get in there yeah no make I'm a burner account called i don't know and <laughs> name it anything you want name yeah, it no, sharp cuts what? we'll take you that heat. 
I, I do. I don't think it's the time for that for me personally. I think <laughs> you're not at that point in your life yet. Yeah, I'm not at that stage where that's how I want to build my brand. <laughs> Okay. It's not authentic to him. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, fair. You know so what? what does that I say about me if it is my time? I, I do think it has a place because if it were something to enjoy while the match was going on or the breaks, then it would be there, you know? So I think it's a cool thing, but you know, you can't ask Brand, yeah. Brandy for her church. What, what does she care what you say to the other people that are watching her dominate? Well, she doesn't care. She doesn't go back and watches it because she doesn't care. But I'm asking for help because, hey, I can literally do nothing else but chirp the fans of the other country. That's all I can yeah, do. You can get at the fans, the ones that don't know what they're talking about, because you know more than all of them, Gary. Okay. And also a huge fan of over-exaggerating how well we're playing with like super easy shots, those high to the six as if we planned it. They, yeah. That happens a lot. Yes. <laughs> Being like, oh my God, these girls are world-class. Did you oh, see that? Oh, that's free so goal? funny you they say that. just scored with. Like you see somebody hits like a shot, a roll shot to the middle of the court yeah. and it scores. And the announcer's like, oh, what a beautiful shot there. Yeah. <laughs> and we just like, ah, I don't know that she what? meant to do that. <laughs> Clever ball. Oh, what yeah. a shot. Yeah, it's like, clever oh, beautiful. Ball. I yeah. clever ball. It's a line over shot. Like, let's, let's move on, okay? Where did she come up with this stuff? Okay, so do you get chirped a lot? Like, do you do you find on social media or, like, on the court? Or do you find you get a lot of heat thrown your way ever? No. I want to hear it, though, because I want to know. You do? Maybe that's wanna... why. Hey, you know what? Oh, maybe. I'm going on and calling her lazy. <laughs> like, that was maybe my first and only chirp was in 2013 like yeah but that's gonna that's gonna hype her up that's gonna get her going that's the point we lose the finals and i hear john may call me lazy you're lazy <laughs> i'm never losing again oh god that is hilarious hey let me ask you a serious question that russian team are Wait, they were legit none of those or questions what? serious like are you trying to ban them there we've been doing the last hour garrett yeah like what no, no the russian team the russian women's team are they are they the real deal or what oh man which one the one that uh meddled right yeah there was one that meddled they're yeah they're steady they're great i don't know they're, say that, that was a serious question well i i you know what they they <laughs> I, I was surprised because they they seem steady they seem now did you guys play them we've played them before not in that tournament though right and how, see, how that you, tournament, I don't know how you guys felt watching it, but it felt like anything could happen, good or bad, because of how windy it was, just yeah. because of how new everything was. So it just felt like that if you were the team that took advantage that day, that moment, the win was yours. So yeah, we, we did talk about that, how bizarre it was, like things yeah. were happening. And we yeah. talked about, we joked about the Qatar team uh, okay. and, and how... You, like specimens that they are and everybody was having trouble with the uh the italian sky serve oh. except them except 
guitar was like passing it like it was nothing, right? <laughs> and they're really good friends with him too. So maybe they it was like a special like edge, like I'm not gonna mess this up. No, oh, they so. were they were unbelievable. That's some inside info. Now we do need some more inside info because I was getting chirped hard because court oh, four, God. I felt like Canada played on court four a lot. Right? The last one. And I was saying Such in the a chat, shitty court. okay, so I was yeah. saying in the chat, I was saying it looks totally dark there. It's got the worst light. It looks yes. like the shittiest court. And of course, yeah. Canada's there. Was it that yeah. bad? Okay, it wasn't that bad, but like it was definitely the least favorite court of all of them. You can even have like proper seating around there. Like fans could not watch there if they wanted to. So it made okay. it very lonely out there. <laughs> okay, so I'm not totally off. Those of you who were listening in the freaking near nobody's in that game. Nobody's you got to get a sharp cut comment person going in there and then people will be like who is this and then i'll watch your show <laughs> <laughs> that's how they'll do it <laughs> yeah, true. we did have a few listeners shout us out in the chats and say hey i love the show <laughs> i say a few i, I mean one <laughs> um yeah well i mean brandy this is the show I'm a little bit pissed at this because if you put out another poll, I'm not sure I'd dominate. Well, I maybe have to then <laughs> put out a poll. The poll. Well, a little background if you're still listening. Thank you so much, by the way. We can't say that enough. Like, man, <laughs> you've been a trooper. And thank you, Brandy, for being here. We did a poll where I asked after two episodes who the favorite okay. guest is. And my dad won with an overwhelming percentage. With like 60% of the vote. It was Second seven was, episodes. Seven episodes. Well, this seven was after episodes two episodes. In a row you won? No, it was seven episodes when oh. you did four. Oh, okay. Um, no, it wasn't, but okay. Um, <laughs> And I, the option five, that came in second five. was this show is garbage. So it was incredibly <laughs> devastating to Dan Deering, Jake McNeil, and Oscar Goddard. He lost to this show is garbage. So that's the poll he's referring to. And I, I'm almost 100% sure we just put you and Brandy head to head that Brandy would win. Although, would that would bury I mean, you if you lost that poll, Brandy? Yeah. Because I'm would still competitive. <laughs> yeah, like I should throw myself in there so that if one of us is buried, we're all buried. No, you know what? No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Because I'm not afraid. As nice as I've been to Brandy, there's no way she's going to beat me in a pool. Yeah, there we go. There we Come go. on. Now it's on. Now okay, it's what on. is this? A nice off? Like, no, you would win. You would win. <laughs> no, I'd win. Oh, oh. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, like whoa. What? <laughs> Just well, saying. this is how the show usually ends, Brandy. Like, I don't know if you, you know, it usually just devolves to the point where we try to shut it down and then dad inevitably brings <laughs> another topic in to keep it going. I, I feel one coming. You've got one bubbling, don't you? You know, I, I wanted to know what's the, uh, you know, it's interesting now that the Olympics are coming up because mm -hmm. the last Olympics, you and I were there together, sort of, because you were there with Mel and mm -hmm. that whole experience. Uh, how's the dynamic with the other ladies? Good. I mean, I'm still close with Mel. I think we both share that, like, how crazy was it that we were in Rio and now this is going to be our Olympics? Like, I think we both kind of reflect on that and look out for each other there and, and love to see each other grow. And I mean, going to York together, like, things have paralleled with us for so long. So, um, 
I'm just stoked. Like, I'm stoked that some of our biggest competitors are going to be from the same country. So that's kind of like a privilege in a way, if I want to be super optimistic about it. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, wish you the best of luck. We're going to be following along all the games that we can. I mean, listen, if you're playing at 3 a.m., it's going to be tough. I don't want to say no, but you can know that if we're on there, we'll the chat's going to be firing. It. We'll make it worth it. Cause some drama. Some of the talk about it, at least. Well, then we'll definitely be there. I mean, of course. Um, but listen, thanks so much for uh, for hopping on the call with us. Thanks for being here. And uh, I'm sure, I, hey, I don't know. I think we were all impressed by uh, some of the things you said and just the way you carry yourself. So I hope our listeners yeah. were as well. Josh, you got any any final words before we uh, shut this thing down? Another solid episode, Garrett. I mean, you add the favorite guest with Brandy. I mean, the, the ratings, they're going to double, triple. <laughs> I mean, they better. They better. But yeah, thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube at Yes Guy Gaming, if you're listening, that means you're at Passing Times and you're on you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts, you can get this one. And I think the nicest compliment you can give the show right now, Gary, is just telling your friends. I think that's the best marketing we can get is just tell a friend about this Sharp Cut show and we'll just keep doubling and doubling every week. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys.